0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast, this one covering Season 5, Episode 3, titled, And the Court Had a Clerk. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, I'm joined by Jack O'Keefe. Hello. The birthday boy, Jack O'Keefe. Hey. Happy birthday. And Keen Cobb. Hello. Who has a birthday, it just doesn't happen to be today. Uh, No. We are down a Molly and down a Tia, but Tia sent some notes, which we will get into uh, when appropriate. All right. All right. So, just the first thing about the uh, titles before we get the first impressions—they seem to be telling a story.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've, they've, <laughs> unless so they've they've passed because they were doing the thing for a couple seasons at where like it was like just other TV shows they were doing. Yeah. I don't know if does Once Upon a Time have an episode naming convention? Do we got any one Once Upon a Time episode like fans
2: in the chat? Uh unfortunately not not, yeah, not this me guy.
0: <laughs> not me. Yeah,
1: I, I i don't know. That's the only show I could think of that would do something like that. Right. Yeah. But this this might be a good fight original.
0: Well, the Kings, as we know, are listeners, so they can let us know. They can tweet yeah, at yeah. us uh mm-hmm. at um xroads underscore comedy or hello at xroadscomedy.com if you want to uh email us and let us know what your naming convention is based on for this particular season. All right, Mm -hmm. let's hit those first impressions. Uh, We gotta start with the birthday boy, Mr. Jack O'Keefe, what do you got?
1: Uh, Solid up, solid up, solid sort of locking into a groove for the season after Mm -hmm. a a, a real one-two punch of an opening to the season. Uh, I I like that we're really getting to explore uh, some of the ideas uh, that we're setting in place. I love the philosophical nature of the uh court uh nine and three quarters plot line uh and i love the topic of the case and and the fact that it looks like we're going to be examining section 230 for a while because i think that is a real life legal precedent that gets at a lot of the issues that the kings are interested in
0: yep and it's in the news once again Uh yeah It seems to be always in the news, but even more so over the last last few months. And it's something that uh, every party seems to be focused on getting Mm -hmm. some getting rid of some parts of it uh, or just getting rid of it altogether or just generally reforming things. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, once again, kings are on the pulse. Keen.
2: Uh, I really like this episode. I felt uh, like um, I think Jack kind of alluded to it it a second ago. It's a I consider a very serviceable episode. It it wouldn't knock your socks off or anything like that, but it was very um, structurally good. It it was a good way to like further the storylines of a few different characters. I love the um, the little comedy notes that was in this episode, especially uh, the passing the buck. That little that little tag run Mm -hmm. they did, which was was fun. Um, I love that the two newest and least I guess I guess in their minds, the least likely uh, lawyering duo are the two popular ones. Um, you got now I forgot her name. I'll point that on her name. Uh, you got the Queen yeah. Carmen. Uh, yeah. She's just dominating. Um, getting the, uh, apparently now uh, getting the new bosses. Uh, like, hey, why don't you be like her? Go get two big. Go get some clients. What do you doing? You You're hit, just sitting around. talking. some
0: big time rapist criminal clients. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Money, 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 money. Yeah. And the fact that like uh Marissa is feeling more way more loved and um wanted and accepted at um at nine, nine three fourths instead of like at the home base mm-hmm. where boss or not, that was very wow. Like you're not gonna talk to me like that. Like mm-hmm. if I got free time, I'm gonna do what the hell I want. <laughs> 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 fuck, fuck you. And um, I know this is just in a just um, a brief overview over everything, but how fucking cool is Kurt? Just, <laughs> yep. you feel <in> my
3: office?
2: <laughs> I don't know you, get out. I don't, mm, just, oof, love him.
0: Yeah, an unsettling Madeline Starkey just in, <laughs> just by sitting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and to the point where she has to address it. She <laughs> you know, has to vocalize that she, oh, you're making me uncomfortable. You know? No uh,
1: small task. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree with the, with all that. I, I wasn't wowed. I wasn't wowed by the uh, the episode, but <laughs> it was uh, it was a good time. Uh, I love anything that we get to see with with Carmen, and how she deals with everything, uh, with everything that's thrown at her, whether it is from a criminal, or her bosses. Being Liz, uh, she's just like whatever, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, just rolling with everything. I'm just here and so come, I'm just here to do my job what is what's the problem <laughs> he's just so calm um what else yeah the i like that elvin from the cosby show i can't remember his name in this uh he seems to be getting a a regular recurring role this, yeah. this season which is which he's is like nice a regular
1: recognizable partner I, I like that we're now getting uh if well we are all getting names it's also getting easier to remember the partners because we are delineating them into they're now not just the partners they're the boomers
0: <laughs> yeah. yep 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 uh other than that yeah i enjoy the the courtroom stuff uh and i'm excited to see where that goes up now that he's trying to legitimize things as much as he uh as much as he can
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, all right uh, so we'll start with the case which is it doesn't start off based on section 230 uh no. it basically starts off with um a guy who is being sued, or no, he's suing because this woman is basically fake newsing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a bike salesman or bike repair shop or something like that, and uh, this woman is just ruining his business uh, by posting all this fake news shit. Uh, and then this guy, David Rathbone, which was his alias, and in this it's David... H- what, what is it? Cord, right?
1: Cord. Which is yeah. like, it clearly, Coke. I think, supposed to be a, a, a cock brother. Coat yeah. brother, however it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sure. wasn't a joke, but it turned out a much better joke than I could have made on my own. <laughs> uh, yeah. Played by none other than Avatar's Stephen Lang, the one guy that I remember being an Avatar.
0: That is it. Yeah, okay. No wonder he looks familiar from that movie I saw once. And is it or is it not still the highest, or did Endgame topple it again as the highest grossing?
2: I think Endgame I th- finally caught up. I think. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Maybe that's why Stephen Lang's back. Back on <laughs> in my in my vision. <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't forgotten about him. All right.
0: Uh, so, general thoughts on this thread: the case, uh, whether it's the original or the one that Cord is now funding, which is attacking Section Two Thirty.
2: I um I I kind of like the the reversal of it because if I remember right, uh, in the previous seasons they were using the hell out of that to like influence mm-hmm. certain things and the, the whole chum hum situation because they were trying to be the board of it and that's how you got uh, staples into it. So I'm surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I should say if Felix pops up and challenges them about it or something like that. Um, is that a side lock? I don't know. Um, so. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing um, Julius kind of get reinvigorated. Re in, re um, mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot, this might sound come out of left field. I forgot that I had a crush on uh, the actress playing the judge in that, uh, Lillian from uh, from Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> like, just so, so cool and just, it's like just in, com- in control. And like, uh, when they found like that soft spot, and she, it, it almost pained her to go against it. But, like, she's like, ah, but it's the wall. It's the, it's the law. It's I got to serve it. So, um, overall, I really liked it. And I, I want to see why exactly he's, I mean, he probably explained it. I can't remember. But I want to see why he's funding, putting so much money behind this. So, and it's going to be cool to see them go against Chum Home now since they made so much money with him before.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Jack? Yeah, I I appreciate whatever uh, uh, narrative gymnastics they to jump through to get here, I'm all in. uh, Because I think the Kings have always been interested in getting to like the root of the root. And that's really what we're doing in section 230 uh, in both the good verse and in evil. They really explore uh, the internet as a conduit for a lot of the bad shit about our society right now. Uh, and section two thirty is the root of a lot of it, as we learn from. I think maybe just like as a song, the best good fight short song that we've yeah. gotten. It's catchy. I, I watched the episode a second time. I was bopping along. Put it on Spotify, <laughs> Kings. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, have
1: they released a They have they released any no, of those. No. Not there's there? the only good verse album that's been released. Is there is a score for the good wife, but it's only like some of the songs mm-hmm. and there's only like one of like the funny songs they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I want to kiss Peter Florek, a tragedy of censorship. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, I, I think, yeah, there's just so much to love in this plot line. Uh, I, I love the examination of the content moderator because that's a real hot topic right now, at least as someone who's trying to like keep tuned into the world of theater. Uh, whenever there's like a big narrative journalist piece about a subject, two years later, you're going to start seeing like a whole bunch of plays that are essentially unofficial adaptations of that. Yeah. Uh, and I've been following that for a little bit because that's a very interesting story to me. And I think this took an angle that I don't see enough that I really appreciated that essentially like those are the front lines of like what becomes relevant um that it's not even censorship so much as curation I think it's a very interesting approach to that topic Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I mean without getting into the particulars because I am not qualified to discuss them uh some of what they discuss in here is the 230 stuff as it relates to traditional newspapers uh they Mm -hmm. bring up Gawker how Gawker was kind of sued out of existence um uh for being a, um, a news being viewed as a news outlet, whereas mm-hmm. things like Chumhum, Facebook, uh, other social platforms are not uh, con- mm-hmm. con- uh, considered to be uh, publishers. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it is going to be interesting, as Keen said, to see what chords angle is. And I'm trying to think of like real world people, because it is a it is a topic that right now is unifying a lot of yeah. a lot of people, because everybody thinks that the rule Disadvantages them, in some
1: way. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd be interested to figure out who the parallel is here of the money guy, because I mean, with they they bring up Gawker, and that was you know the 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 Peter Thiel project essentially.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But that's you know that was one website. Uh, So I'm curious to see what they would say about social media being tackled, because you know it's obviously not a Zuckerberg type behind it you know neil gross isn't funneling any shadow money uh and i'm curious what if this wants to go a little deeper than deeper and i might just think of this because this is my current employment situation if they're going to get into like web hosting services if they're going to get into Mm. like amazon who like most of their money doesn't come from selling books and shit online it comes from selling space for websites and servers and can they start to suffer consequences for hosting hateful stuff. you know, if someone purchases a server, you know has hate speech that Amazon hasn't gotten rid of, can they Amazon be held responsible? type of thing. I'm curious uh, if they're gonna explore that or like take the idea of section 230 one step further to apply it. Because um, it also might be that this guy isn't trying to break down the walls, so much as just kick him to make sure they'll stand. You know we don't know yet.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, some other small things through this thread. Uh, well, one they lose, they lose mm-hmm. the the case uh, with Judge Friend, uh, BB Newirth, uh, who is very much on their side throughout yeah. this. And Julius uh, kind of recognizes uh, that, uh, or uh, I can't remember who it is, but um, yeah, Julius recognizes at one point yeah. where she overrules she uh, an objection. And he brings up the background that her father owned a small town publishing company or something like that, newspaper, and uh, was just kind of run out.
1: Uh, who, who, okay, I, something about the case I just remembered, why, why is our boy Spencer Zhao, Aaron Tevjet, inevitable Tony winner there? <laughs> Last, He was working for the government a couple of uh, seasons ago, correct? Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: And I don't think, I don't think he was defending the government at this point. He Budget would have been cuts. working... For Hum or the social network, I
3: guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Hope, don't hope we know. get some some was, Zhao fa- some Zhao lore down the line. Quick,
2: <laughs> quick question: Was was that? Uh, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be or not, but like every single objection, my man got up and slowly buttoned his button. Is, uh, button. <laughs> no. All right, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. sat back down and just got up. Um, it's.
0: He's just got fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And friend was getting a little unfriendly uh,
3: Very because much of so. how
0: much he was objecting. <laughs> He's like, will you sit the fuck down." Jesus <laughs> Christ! Um, yeah, love seeing BB Newirth, and this is, I think, the second time we've seen her in at least this, up, yeah in this third. Uh, second or third. Yeah, in this uh, good fight series. Um, what else within this thread here? Oh, the fact that uh, I think it was this one. Yeah, where. The partners are arguing because they don't want to take his money uh and li- they they say like as liz is leaving we hey we haven't even decided if we're gonna take of course we fucking are yeah we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course we are shut up <laughs> she just leaves um yeah uh, actually oh that, that was this i wrote this down just a fun moment within another objection from from Zhao. uh this objection this guy can't be uh a can't know the inner workings inner workings of a newspaper, <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Actually, Check I worked ass. in the Tribune Metro for three years, so." <laughs> I'm like, okay, then. Yikes.
1: Yeah, I think it was interesting that they used essentially a home run to like just explore the issue. Like, there was no, there was like some drama as to whether you know they were going to win or lose the case, but not really. It's it's telegraphed very well that like the judge is on their side. And when it was the lawsuit, they had an absolute winner, but just you know, section two thirty is a big law. And I, I liked the tactic of getting all of that courtroom tension out of the way so that we could just like have like a a, a platonic, you know, a forum about the issue at hand.
0: Yeah. Uh, before it gets to David Cord, uh, they had <clears throat> they had talked about the settlement because they had won the case basically, mm-hmm. uh, and the and, and I think it was uh, the Zhao Spencer Zhao mm-hmm. uh, was in there and he's like yeah good luck she ain't got shit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know she's got nothing uh sue all you want uh, and then it kind of goes into uh, the David Cord stuff and he wants to bankroll this entire operation going
2: going back on that one thing I love the fact that I don't know if it was meant to do that but I love that. They really took um, judging a book by its cover, because if you look at that woman, no <laughs> one in the world you would assume she'd be
3: mm-hmm. just
2: annoying the f- i annoying the fuck out of somebody, mm. ruining his life <laughs> all through the internet. She's just, yeah. she looks lost, and confused. All right, everybody come up here. Not you. Sit down. She's like,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. she's creating all of this fake news online website. She created 20 different social media accounts to kind of uh, amplify all of this stuff.
2: She doesn't remember mm-hmm. her password. She does not know her password. Come on, man. And then she asked <laughs> for
0: $10,000 to remove all of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, thinking about, and this this might be fun to do, or maybe not, as we go through the season, we have Wackner's court.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm curious, uh, thinking about, this case uh before it gets to Court and after it gets to Court, how do you feel Judge Wackner would rule?
1: Oh, I mean Wackner and BB Newworth would have been peas in a pod right here. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh if anything, Wackner would not have uh wasted everyone's time.
0: <laughs> yeah. At uh, 230 what? Who cares?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh this lady's right. an asshole. Get her out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: The
2: bell probably would have thrown like a cream pie at her face or something (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah
1: i i appreciate the parallels and i think we're going to be seeing that a lot this season especially uh considering uh, carmen's uh more recent clientele uh i think these Mm -hmm. are going to be the parallel tracks that these uh sort of two worlds are taking throughout this Mm -hmm. season of who can afford justice and even when you get justice can you are you going to get financial
2: written justice will will we see revy pop up at nine three-fourths no no absolutely not
0: mackner's gonna do a murder trial (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh okay uh if you have any other thoughts you can throw them in at the end we're gonna move on to the the dime dropper uh or the capital riot thread of things Mm -hmm. so the gist here is that kurt sees somebody in a wanted poster who he thinks he recognizes, he does. Uh Diane looks a little into it. It's this guy, Dylan Pike, and she calls the FBI on him and you know shit spirals.
1: And then offers to be the lawyer <laughs> to the husband yeah. that she ratted out. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Uh do you think that Kurt knows that it was her at this point?
2: He probably figured, honestly, yeah. because I I, I mean like all this shit popped up after they talked about it. After the little thing. That's probably mm-hmm. why he was sitting that's probably was sitting in the in the on the couch, like, uh, she really got the FBI on my back now. She <laughs> I don't know how she did it, but she really got the FBI. Like, yeah, he was he's he was deep in thought when she came but I in. I feel like
1: even if he knows he might not want to, this might be the one thing that is too hard for Kurt to acknowledge is true.
3: Yeah.
0: I like when I they mean, were, it was a little
1: out of character yeah. for him, but you know, yeah, they're they're pushing them to the edge here. Mm-hmm.
0: I like when they were discussing it when Diane finds the the sheet and she's like, "Ah, oh, I, I, he's like, I thought it was somebody. It's not him. Uh, well, are you sure? Yeah, it was somebody I went shooting with. Uh, well, okay, it's it's probably him. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's just this. He's a veteran." It's not him. No, that's it's another reason why it could be him. Uh, uh, no, he's an Oath Keeper. No, no, no. There you go. <laughs> Everything he says he's just like the profile. Just digging, just digging <laughs> yeah. deeper and deeper yeah. in that hole. Yeah. And then he says, like, it's. If I give him up, he's going to bother. It's just going to be this this never ending dig. It's going to be mm-hmm. a big dig for for names and information. And it's just going to ruin a lot of lives or something along those lines i was gonna say for,
1: uh, I, I i you gotta appreciate a republican who knows not to fucking snitch because <laughs> that is a that is a rare breed
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, diane gets jay on the case uh, <laughs> he comes in uh and he's like well you know how how the hell am i gonna find him well i may have a little bit more information he went shooting with my husband he's this or that and he comes back seemingly Within the like hour. a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's Dylan Pike. Here's the here's the information. Gets a burner phone from Jay from his mm-hmm. desk full of full O burners. <laughs> <laughs> and the top drawer too. So these are oh, readily accessible. That's another
2: thing. I'm sorry. I, like while you were while you were talking. I'm, I'm listening. While you're talking, I was thinking to myself, was he was he promoting anything? And then he opened the drawer like a commercial, like a brand like, hey, here's your burner phone. <laughs> so that's it's going. It's it is still on the going. Same brand. That pattern's yeah. sticking, yeah.
0: Yeah, I accept that. Uh, at one point, Diane says, um, we don't pay you enough. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 I know. We saw my salary above my head. And it was the same as Marissa's. Uh, yeah, so she makes the anonymous call and we get Starkey. Starkey's back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, as are the birds. Not and the birds looking someone, worse.
1: Not someone that... I would have guessed to have been coming back, but I'm happy yeah. to see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. She's was so good at this. Why? Why do we have her host in family game night or whatever? <laughs> is, give is her, a, give her a good spinoff. I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> Here's it the thing: well, if... It may have been off the air for years at this point, point. <laughs> we just keep bringing <laughs> it up.
2: <laughs> if if Starkey if Starkey gets her own gets her own thing. I think the style, like, and it would hurt, hurt it a little bit, like the look of it, because I think she would like crush it in like a, like a three-camera kind of sitcom, like Starkey at home with her husband (laughs) that we know she's not married to. Why Um, is she um, lying
0: about this?
1: I was gonna say put her in a Veep, give her a Veep. That's (laughs) what I would want to say.
0: That would work too. Yeah. T had brought that up in her notes too. Why is she lying about this? This husband. (laughs) She is committed to the bit.
2: Everything. Uh, You got to bid, commit. I mean, I I mean to drop a a, a rhyme, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's a trust thing that, like, I don't know. If I need someone to trust me, I think I could like lie about having kids, and they would trust me a little bit more innately.
0: Yeah, and so she says this uh, fake husband made her the ringtone (laughs) when, uh, (laughs) uh, and also the um, she had what? What was the other one? Oh, it was like a um, a thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. uh, When she said something like, "We're from the FBI." Such a goof. Uh, there was the uh, stuff with the the pens at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the wrong pens, Kurt. Gotta, gotta get those. Robin. He had pens. three
2: of them. He was ready. <laughs> he was like Joseph Biden Jr. Here, take it. Hurry, hurry up.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, what else is going on in this thread, Kurt? Uh, and the FBI, they're in the conference room with all all the bears from the other thread. Mm-hmm. Uh, says Pike and Kurt trained and gave him the, all the info that he needed to enter and occupy. Diane and Kurt are talking, like, all of the things, like, that's the, she says something like, that's the definition of trouble. <laughs> like, everything that mm-hmm. you just said. Uh, you told him how to get into the uh, the capital. you trained him, you gave him all this information. Uh, you yeah. set
1: him up on a tour
0: to scout it? <laughs> yeah, the day before.
2: Like, and, with, with all, sorry. I was about to say, with all that being said, I I understand one to be right one to do good and yeah lock them up but at the same time it's like I, I know, I know it's, it's in the script is for the for the show but like if you, if you told me Diane Lockhart wouldn't be able to like kind of like use foresight and think like okay this person is very slightly connected to my husband but no that's okay I'm going to do the right thing but no it's even deeper like it's just and that's what Kurt was trying to say hey don't say shit I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. try to, I'm gonna try to do my own thing when I can but like keep mum because I might be connected to this and then right into the shit it's you know, a,
1: a conscience is not always a gift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, And this uh, Dylan Pike guy throws out a lot of lies apparently for uh, against Kurt, which doesn't help the situation
2: real quick. I'm sorry. I got um, distracted because every time I said Dylan Pike it reminded me of a character from the new 18 movie like five years ago, and I'm almost positive it was something not Pike. new. That's why I said it's not new. You're right. Good call. It's new to me, okay? It's, it's it's NBC Thursday. It's new to me, all right? So, every time they said Pike, I kept thinking of like uh, of the 18 movie. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm silly, but yeah, I couldn't think. I kept getting distracted.
0: Quite all right. Uh, they bring up a congressman uh, who Kurt refuses to give the name of. Uh, mm-hmm. And what was the congressman's connection uh, that this guy had gone to see this congressman, or the what was what was the deal there?
2: Through the congressman, he got them in for like the tour or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> when they asked you, uh, January fifth, <laughs> 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 they went for Chicago, and you didn't think anything that was, was crazy that they just right. needed to go the next day. That mm-hmm. was wow. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm curious if they do end up naming that person because that would be. And if it's a real congressperson who's sitting, because uh, that would be pretty ballsy of, what was, of this show.
2: What was the, uh, what was the murder, the murderer, uh, son of Sam? It's going to be Ted Cruz. Watch. It's going to be Ted fucking Cruz. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I would okay. say, uh, I, I would not be surprised if, you know, we know that Kurt uh, has had associations uh, intimate and otherwise with blonde Republicans in the past. I, would not be surprised if Kurt had a Marjorie Taylor Greene's number. Mm. I think, I yeah. think that could be a connection and I am shocked her name hasn't come up this season yet. Right. It, and it almost certainly will.
0: Yeah. I mean, the sad thing is that there are a dozen, at least a dozen sitting members of the house of representatives mm-hmm. that could be named, you know, that could very yeah. well be named within, within this, but I, I do like the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene possibility but I, I want them to name I, I want this show to give some consequences that in real life these people aren't that basic. we're not getting that yeah. we're not getting yeah
1: um it's terrible yeah because that's what's great about the show and why I think people come to the show is that the world isn't going to tell you that you noticed and that you were right but this show will be like no yeah this is crazy mm-hmm. you're having the appropriate response to this crazy thing that's
0: happening uh, any other thoughts on this thread? If you got I'm, them, you can always, share them at the.
1: I don't know if they're going to make it out. I, I, this is Kurt and Diane. This is they're a rocky territory.
0: Hmm, that's true. Uh, Starkey brings up the Conways. Mm-hmm. Second and, and mention and of the Conways, Conways
1: in two episodes.
0: What was the What was the other one?
1: Uh, last episode, the teacher. Uh, had like asked, oh, right. yes, had yeah. hypothetically asked, like, could you be like the Conways? Could you be married to someone who voted for
0: Trump? Yes, that it mm. All right. If there's any other thoughts, you can throw them at the end. Uh, let's move over to Carmen. What do you got?
2: Stone Cold, I love her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I love the fact that, in an odd way, her being new and a throwback at the same time. And it's just her, I, I love, like, it's, it's almost an innocence to it. it. It is an innocence to it. It's like, they're like, how are you doing this? What are you doing? Da-da-da. She's like, uh, I'm a lawyer and that's mm-hmm. a possible client. So I'm going to represent them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> they need legal help. I'm going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. And then th- I, think, I think the whole firm and I think the world, obviously, is just so either side now like good bad you have to do that and she's like no i'm a lawyer i'm not gonna i'm supposed to be on on the fence so i can do my job and like they're just fucking shocked Mm -hmm. by this
1: well like i think it's an interesting exploration for a show that in its initial incarnation in the good wife had actual lawyer barry sheck as a guest star multi i think at least twice uh, who is known for his association with the Innocence Project, and also for representing O.J. Simpson? <laughs> you know, two very different sides of like the moral coin.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Liz is, of course, not happy about any of this. Um, but mm-hmm. getting back to the beginning, you have David, uh, Paul, Carmen. Off her task, where uh, Keenan mentioned at the start, where they have that kind of passing the buck. <laughs> I need, mm-hmm. I need you to sort these things. I need you to sort these things. I need you, and they just keep on going down, leaving it with uh, Carmen and Marissa. Carmen gets pulled off immediately by David, who is just like, "Why do I have to know you? <laughs> why, mm-hmm. Who are you? Why do I have to?" Know you? I don't know that you have to. Uh, and uh, why does Benjamin Defoe is the name of this uh, this guy? Why does Benjamin Defoe know you? And Mr. Wolf Coleman is asking for specifically. And this is apparently a rapist. Uh, they call mm-hmm. him the next Jeff Epstein. Yeah. Uh, and Carmen herself starts making these connections. Like, has yeah. he ever spent any... Does he associate with Reeby? How dare you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How dare you assert such a thing? Uh, did he ever spend any time here? Well, yeah. Okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> and She's just like, I know what's going on here, you idiots. Uh, and David Lee immediately changes his whole demeanor towards her Because uh, money because, of course yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly uh and one of the other things that comes out of this i don't know if it's in this thread or another but it's relevant here david lee is not a liaison mm-hmm. between the floors he's their boss
1: he's the new john larry yeah
0: yeah which is pretty scary uh <laughs> And how easily he is kind of bringing in all of these shit bags, <laughs> these scumbags, right. uh, of, of 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 cases, just because they are it's it's money which they need. But still, uh, so Wolf Coleman is uh, he wants he wants her. And the other thing within this thread is Liz thinks they are bugged mm-hmm. because they're discussing this case, and immediately David Lee comes down and it's like hey. What's going on? You know, what are you talking about? I I
1: did love that exchange of, is this something David Lee would do? Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Immediately.
0: (laughs) No question. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One other thing within this, uh, Liz questions Carmen. Is there anyone you would not represent? Uh, Alan Dershowitz? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think I'd like him. Uh, Yeah. And she says she's going to help with this uh, CWC uh, case. And I have this in here. I don't know what I am about you. That's Liz talking, but I don't remember what Carmen said. That's
1: Liz to Carmen. Or or Carmen's like saying something about being a mentor, or or I think asking how Liz views her. And that's Liz's response.
0: Yeah, something like, are you angry with me? I think it was. Yeah, I don't know what I am about you. Uh, Okay. Uh, Other thoughts on Carmen, her work? This thread in um, general.
1: So curious to see if I feel like we're not going to see for a couple episodes how in control of the situation she is. Yeah, I think she's capitalizing on the situation, but I do think she. I'm curious to know how much she thinks she might be in over her head because I think there's a few glimpses of her seeing like, oh, this is happening fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she seems way too calm <laughs> for mm-hmm. for everything. Uh, how much she's actually showing you?
2: Yeah. I love the um, the union that they have with her and Marissa, being two like first years, like trying to get through it together. And yeah. like, I I think it was a really cool trick they used for for gags, is to put them in that room, and every that's how like the two the two um, or like a, multiple threads were linked. It was just like, all right, you come here, you stay, you come, and the other one was like, all right, no, you stay, you come. And, like, uh, I think Marissa, by the end, he was said, it like, it's my turn. And so she got up and gave the office or gave the space to her and uh, Liz, which was really mm-hmm. cool. And yes. just going, going back and forth.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. If there are any other thoughts, you can throw them in at the end. Uh, speaking of Marissa, that's where we head to next with Marissa and the uh, simulacrum of a court. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you feeling?
1: Feeling good. Love it. Very interested. <laughs> because uh, I think, I mean, yeah, they, they sort of lay out the whole thesis statement for this plot line mm-hmm. up top uh, of just the nature of, you know, who can afford justice and is there how it's asking, it's doing the thing that I love that this show does that I feel like not a lot of shows do, where it is applying a centralized dramatic question to its plot lines it's not just like, I'm going to show you how this happens. It's going to be like, let's explore something. Mm-hmm. You know, Let's look at its flaws. Let's look at its benefits. And they're doing it with, what if we just did it over? What if there was a new court? What if there was a new kind of justice? Because the one we have is broken, and that's not getting fixed anytime soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things he says is, as he's making his case to marissa uh Mm -hmm. to be his his clerk uh yeah courts have made real justice unattainable to people that don't have the money to fight justice is only just if it's available to everyone
1: Mm -hmm. he does
0: quote somebody too which i can't remember who it was uh
1: he mentions to read kafkas before the law uh which is a good read and is only one page and i would never have read it if not for this episode of television yeah i'm gonna (laughs) read
2: read this i'm gonna read that after this so
1: yeah Yeah, check it out Mm -hmm. myself
3: um
0: there is this this kind of leads into keen's sidelock uh, uh they <laughs> which, were just dancing around it <laughs> which we'll chat a little bit more about things but he's when he's talking to marissa making his case he says that you'll get 10 percent of all legal filings and unlimited copies so either he's just going to bankroll the copies or maybe he does own this copy coop mm-hmm. or maybe copy coop is a franchise which i'd assume there's probably a bunch of them
1: maybe he's the owner yeah and yeah. that's the lock right but yeah. he's like yep. yeah the CEO of copycoop he's
0: uh-huh. got a lot of money uh because when yeah. he's talking about it at the end with uh with Diane when he wants to after Marissa says, around it. <laughs> yeah Marissa <laughs> says no uh I can't do it because my boss won't let me uh he goes and sees the boss and wants to hire them to represent him and just kind of help him make it a little bit more legal, I guess. Mm -hmm. So he's not, so uh, he's not doing anything illegal at least. And Mm -hmm. uh, he says, I want to work with uh, Marissa, Marissa too.
1: I mean, there's at least like five or six FedEx Kinkos in Philadelphia alone. I'm sure if Johnny (laughs) Kinko was like, I'm making a new court, he could do Mm -hmm. it.
0: Yeah. And Diana's being a little dismissive too, because Mm -hmm. she says, well, just so you know, it's our retainer's pretty high. He's like, okay, I got money. What is it mm-hmm. going to be? I'll, I can handle it. Uh, yeah. There's the, the whole bears thing, which, which popped up. Uh, one of her clients was one of the owner, something to do with the Build-A-Bear franchise, and then sends her a bunch of bears, one of them being the Marissa Bear. It said something. I can't remember what it said. Something marissa E. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the whole patent case uh, and the copyright stuff where he just starts <laughs> printing off these, these worthless pieces of paper, but then saying like, yeah, but that's how it is in real life, too. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, gonna, yeah, gonna go to
2: court. it's a piece of paper to stamp. That's mm-hmm. what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he sold 412 of these things. at I think it's like 20 or $40 a piece. Because mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, it started it's, with it's some a- fan fiction.
1: It's affordable justice, you know.
0: Yep. Uh, what was the fan fiction? It was something goofy.
1: Uh, They were like Emily and Paris fan (laughs) Mm fiction,
0: yeah. And he's like, You, this is your, neither of you can use uh Paris because that's your punishment for not being original. You get this, you get the other thing. Bye bye.
2: If you don't like it, you'll get South Brooklyn. That's on the table. You want that? (laughs) All right,
0: fine. that case uh, he rules against the plaintiff uh, and then reversed it because of the bad loser law (laughs) of Wednesday Uh, which yeah it's
1: it's nice to imagine like a court that where you are punished for being unchill but I, I do think we're going to I mean inevitably what we have to get to with this plot line is is there going to be some kind of unchill internal prejudice that uh, Wagner has, you know, because a, a morally perfect court can only be facilitated by a morally perfect person, which yeah. famously does not exist.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Ultimately ends up in office with uh, Diane where they talk about what we've already said. And he's he says something at some point where I'm going to talk for a little while mm-hmm. and just, just let me. <laughs> And he starts talking about the Peace Corps and the Peace Corps for America. When's the last time you heard about that? He's like, I want a new Peace Corps. I want mm-hmm. people to give a shit about each other, and uh, the courts are fucked up right now, so let's fix it. Um, he gets uh, He gets Diane on board, takes two of the bears, and then hops in an elevator with uh, David Cord, offers him a bear,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh,
1: they... Another
0: money
2: man with very different intentions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beautiful juxtaposition. I loved it. Just like two different men using this firm for two completely different reasons. Yeah. One we can't have an idea, the other one we have no fucking clue. It was great.
0: Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts?
1: I-, I thought I thought it was interesting and I think it says a lot about Wackner as a character that he attributes this shift in the law to Reaganism, to like that 1980s individualism. Uh, which was always sort of a baked in part of American culture in the 20th century. Uh, But I I think between liking Grateful Dead and attributing the ills of modern society to Reaganism, we get a pretty good idea of that man's political
0: spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, Then before we get to winners and losers and then our stone cold locks, uh, I want to bring up Tia's notes uh, as she sent them to me earlier. So her thoughts, Tia's thoughts on episode three in bullet point order, um, better buy some new pens, Kurt. Uh, loved, when, loved when Diane goes off on Kurt. Drop the motherfucking mm-hmm. dime, Kurt. Uh, <laughs> Kurt. Kurt needs to stop protecting these dudes. After all, that Dylan Pike threw Kurt under the bus, too. I uh, guess you yeah. could say that Pike fired. Uh, LOL, LOL. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, still love Carmen. Love being capitalized why Madeline keep lying to people. She ain't got no husband. Does uh, telling people she got a husband, make her think she's more legit. <laughs> uh, that judge really wants Marissa to work for him. Like a lot. Uh, that David Rathbone cord guy looks like the villain from who framed Roger rabbit. Which <laughs> just true. And of does. Uh, all right, let's hit winners and losers. Let's hit the losers. First Jack, the birthday boy
1: uh losers i'm gonna give it i do not remember the man's name uh but the man that is not getting his business back the man whose life is just gonna, gonna kind of be in shambles and there's no mm-hmm. resolution for it
0: yeah yep uh which reminded me of one small thing where uh judge friend keeps saying his name wrong and he's like it's right <laughs> it's rotenberg and she's like yeah well you're pretty right <laughs> <It's not important. laughs> um and Keen?
2: Um, was it uh, Z- Zhao? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Spencer Zhao. Yeah,
2: he was a fucking dork in this one. So uh, <laughs> just trying his hardest to be like, right, well, actually, he wouldn't. Just assuming shit. You know what happens when you assume, make an ass out of yourself. So yeah, yeah. he's a loser.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to go with Liz and Diane and the partners in general down there, uh, RBA. Uh, or or La Frederick Lockhart and Associates. Excuse me, uh, mm-hmm. because David Lee is in charge. Not only that, yeah. but he might be bugging them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might be surveilling them. Uh, so curious to see where that kind of uh, that kind of goes, and if we get Jay in a ne- in the next episode, just kind of with one of those wands, and they're pulling things out of plants and shit. Interesting. And let's go to the winners. Uh, Keen.
2: It might be a controversial pig. Uh it's looking kind of dicey for him. Uh, but I gotta give it to Kurt because uh one, he's a Stone Cold Fox, mm-hmm. two, the fact that he's unnerving someone who makes everyone else uncomfortable all the time is just great. So he's like an anti-hero now, so that's I love that. <laughs> and um, yeah, he he's not protecting them. In the long run he knows he's protecting himself like i'm not saying shit because i have a connection to him yeah why yeah. aren't you understanding that like so I, I like i said dicey pick but i'm gonna go with him for the, for the uh for the winner yep. he knows
1: that you don't talk to cops let alone the super cops yeah. <laughs> uh jack uh gotta give it to wagner you yep, know nice. he's building something he's getting some traction the, the people he, he, he is providing a service that those without money have been denied, that are denied far too often.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and he's made at least $10,000 on mm-hmm. those. On fan fiction pa- copyrights <laughs> alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my winner, uh, my main winner was was Wackner. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, someone related to Wagner uh, storyline. And that is the guy who lost the patent case and then won. Because he was being a good sport, and the other mm-hmm. guy was being an asshole, uh, because of the bad loser role of uh, rule of Wednesday, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to hit Tia's uh, loser, uh, and that is Marissa. She's a grown ass mm-hmm. woman getting scolded to, and told how to spend her time, child, uh, how? and. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will say, I will say, I, I do. I, if Tia was here, I think we would be having a discussion about how Marissa is very interested and good at being a TV lawyer, not a lot of interest in being a real lawyer.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tia's winner, always Carmen. But for this ep, I'll say Jay and his stash of burner phones. I mm-hmm. mean, who would have thought? Not me. All right. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of our main podcast i would say we're about to mm-hmm. discuss our uh stone cold locks which are our predictions for the season and our predictions uh from the previous episode and ones for the upcoming episode with our side locks um, mm-hmm. if you're in the philly area uh, go to xroadscomedy.com because we have shows coming up uh july 16th through the 18th um crossroads comedy theater at theater exile in south philly a uh, lot of a lot of stuff going on Multiple types of event. We got musical improv, improv inspired by lectures, uh, improvised movies. Uh, we have what do we? Hoffman, uh, the longest, one of the longer running improv teams in the Philly area. The N Crowd uh, is going to be doing their first performance since March of 2020, uh, and the uh, interrogation room. And we have sketch, uh, sketch comedy, uh, through sketch buffet, a sketch comedy showcase featuring a bunch of great acts who have not been able to perform again since March 2020. Go to xroadscomedy.com for more information on those and check out the episode notes. All right, and to our locks. Uh, first, I would like to look at our side locks from well, our main locks, which nothing got nothing got touched. No, uh, from what I can tell, so, nothing. Close. I mean, so
1: I do. I it was it was a powerful man whose name I will think of who once said that those who we teach carry us forward in life, <laughs> and we live in them. And if you consider that, then Kurt was at the Capitol.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They're in spirits. Um, yeah, so I guess that might be the closest that anything came uh, within within yeah. this, uh, because we've got no Colin Sweeney, Chris We don't have a spinoff with an investigator yet. <laughs> I mean, Not yet. No crossover between Paramount Plus's evil uh, mm-hmm. characters coming over to uh, the good fights, um, and Maui still Elizabeth got a couple in there. The, yeah, uh, Maui's got a couple that are still on the uh, the table. With Felix Staples playing a key role in orchestrating the Capitol riot, and RBG's ghost making making an appearance. Uh, still a chance with Tia Kurt giving Diane a kitten, and Marissa having an epiphany related to race, or she's going to do something very performative, like show herself at a show up at a protest with something cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and still the possibility of a crypto episode again, and they're going to have a Biden-Harris episode. <laughs> uh, right. So the side locks for the previous episode, Molly, Carmen goes up to STR, Laurie uninvited. Uninvited. If she, if, if Molly had just said, Carmen goes up to STR, uh, Laurie, she would have well, had... She
1: doesn't, she doesn't like go up, up, does she?
2: No, she goes to the, to the conference room.
0: Yeah, is that they, it was? she talks yeah. to our lawyer, but she doesn't go uh, okay. up. Up. I thought they went upstairs. No. Nah. Alrighty then. Um, close. Jack uh, Julius is gonna flub his first case. I thought this was coming.
1: Yeah, but now he nailed
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, he, I he love it. Good for little the man. Little rust. Little rust at the top. Yeah. Uh, but he he quickly uh, oiled up. That was a weird thing to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Tia, Marissa, and Carmen get a drink. No. Nope. Uh, and Keen, they are absolutely dancing around the fact that uh, <laughs> Wagner is the owner of Copy Coop.
2: Yeah, it's it like the like I was literally checking. I was literally checking the timestamps. I was like, "Yo, how much fucking time is left?" He's just sitting there while well, I shank. I'm like, "All right, just say it. I own this, and I want <laughs> the law to be better. Just say it, brother. Just let me know." And just nothing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it could also be that he's got very deep pockets and is giving them a lot of money. And at a time mm-hmm. during COVID uh, where a lot of businesses are shutting down, not, ev- not everybody's run it, rushing out to get, you know, things printed and copied. So mm-hmm. this company, CopyCoop, may have just been like, yeah, we'll take, yeah, set up shop in the, in the back room and we'll take this large amount of money.
1: And like, we know how much money the top 1% of the top 1% made <laughs> during the pandemic, Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. Yep. You got to spend it somewhere. Yeah.
0: Why not copy coop? Uh, fair prices. Uh, and yeah. I had Marissa sings in the next episode it did not happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so what do you got for the upcoming episode? Jack.
1: I think in the next episode, Wackner is going to hire local Chicago actors for something. Maybe it's like a reenactment of a case or something. Maybe he hires an improv team. I don't know. I think he's going to hire local <laughs> Chicago performers yeah. for his court.
2: I love it.
0: Thank Keen?
2: I have... I think Carmen will... I think Carmen will get on the, the bad side or the wrong side of, of Liz. Uh possibly going against a warning or a forbiddance kind of similar to, to Diane and uh, Marissa, but I think Mm. Carmen will cause cause Liz strife and Mm. she'll be very upset because of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I forgot that we actually score these. Uh, So for Jack that Wagner will hire a troop, (laughs) <laughs> to mm-hmm. uh, come into the court uh, for some sort of performance, keen I'm I'll scale give it from a zero to one. Yeah, I'll give it a I'm one. Also, i, I
2: want to see it, but like I don't, <laughs> I don't know how it's he can a pull it all.
0: thing Yeah, <laughs> I can see it happening, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But I also want to see it, mm-hmm. and that's 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 why I give it a one. Uh, and Jack for keen uh, Carmen gets on the bad side of Liz. Something happens there to really cause a, a big problem.
1: Uh, I'm going to give that a 0. 0.6 uh, because I think if that doesn't happen next episode, that is certainly an, inevit- an inevitability this season.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go with a point eight, or much of the same, same reasons. Uh, and my side lock for the next episode is also Carmen related. And that is sh- Carmen gets shook. Something happens mm. and uh, it could be mm. something related to one of her cases, one of her clients, uh, that maybe she doesn't deliver on something and there's some threats that are made, or some real threats from within within the firm, which could tie into Keene's own
1: cycle. Uh, I'm going to give that a 0.8 for the same reasons that I scored Keen's what I scored it, in that I think that is going to inevitably happen, I, but that one, I don't know. I would be very surprised if they did that this early. Yeah, it's true.
2: I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with a point six because I just trust in Carmen being unflappable right now. So even if something comes up where she should be, I don't see her even visibly seen upset or anything from yeah. it. Just like I can't believe this happened. Yeah. All right, and she just goes about and winning, winning another, w- so winning another cool. case.
0: Yeah. yeah, somewhat soulless as she operates cool through. Bit. This whole thing, and maybe that's that's what the whole thing is—is is that um, mm-hmm. not that she doesn't have a soul, and we're tying into some sort of. No, evil we just—that's what you <laughs> need to here.
1: succeed yeah. in law. To be a successful lawyer, you need to keep check those morals at the door.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what she's doing. All right. Uh, and let me see if Tia has some things here. Uh, uh, thoughts on locks. Uh, Molly, so close, So close, uh, girl should have said Carmen was invited upstairs. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't think that she was uh, upstairs at all. Uh, side lock for episode four from Tia. And that is Liz and Carmen go out for drinks. <laughs> it's always drinks. <laughs> <laughs> always something to do with drinks uh, for Tia's locks, it would seem. So
2: They're going to go out for drinks. <laughs> then she's going to get upset. And then, uh, then she's going to get shook. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. just all, all at one time.
0: Yeah. All right. That will do it for this episode of In My Opinion and The Court Had a Clerk. Season five, episode three. Thank you, Jack. Happy birthday once again. Thank you, thank Keen. You. Uh, thank you, Tia, for sending in some notes. Uh, and we'll be back next week with uh, episode four. Bye. Bye. <laughs>